spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. No, it's not. Uh, Gatos will be here Monday. He's promised us he will be here with a guy named Bruce. It's called Outspoken. It kicks off Monday. Wise man, you'll be a part of it. That's four to seven. Two till four, you've got this youngster named Joe Hysenka and Chris. It's the Chris and Joe show. Seven to ten, you've got me. And then overnight, there are other people. I'm super intrigued by the new lineup and, and what all these voices. I know all these people. Yeah. And I think a lot of our listeners do, too. They know they're familiar with Joe and his time here. They're familiar with Chris because they've heard him fill in. And maybe they heard him at a previous station here in town. They've certainly heard Gatos and Bruce before. Absolutely. But they've never heard these combinations no, of them. it's going to be neat. And so I think that's kind of the cool part of this. You know, it's like everybody's like, because somebody said, you know, I said, are you going to tune in? I said, of course I'm going to tune in. I said, I'm really curious about Chris and Joe. See what that's going to be about. I mean, because we've all filled them with, you know. Bruce and Gatos, it's going to be different because it, Bruce is now apart as opposed to filling in. But I think you're going to get a sense of what's going You've to go You've heard on. those two You've voices those two. together. But Chris and them, that's going to be different. Chris yeah. and Joe, that's going to be very interesting to see. A I, whole I can't new wait. twist. It's going to, a whole new twist, he says. And the wise men will be a part of the whole thing, as will our good friend and yours, uh, Pablo. And, of course, Becky will be here, too. Hey, Becky, when's that storm getting here? I just, I'm on a double checker. The about eight o'clock tonight. Eight o'clock. Now, I want to make sure I get home. You probably a little earlier than. That. Okay. Well, I, I'm at the race dirt people. Yeah. Valley of the dirt people. And we don't. We do. We don't do well. In the, it becomes so muddy. It's just. It really does. This I think way. you'd be used to it by now, though. Because it always hits. Uh, we we're all up here dry as a bone. You go, yeah, it was a deluge last night. I thought I was going to have to swim to work. Yeah, we do get. And that. we're like, we didn't get anything. Yeah. No, no. But we were going to get this. This is. Have you seen like the? Yes, the size I'm watching of it? the radar. It's huge, slamming Uh-oh. into California right now. And it's it is not. It's massive. not coming in patches. No. It's like a big, the big green monster it ball is. moving Once. across the. Yeah. And it's, it's like a batten down the hatches kind of it storm. It looks that way a and little bit. How long are we supposed to? Have? We're supposed to have it through. Um. Well, the worst of it, I think, is supposed to be over by commute time tomorrow morning. But it's supposed to be scattered throughout the day tomorrow. Okay. So, so yeah. be prepared, everybody. It's going to be and potentially a wet. And ride and going work. north. Yeesh. Yeah. Yikes. Some snow, snow. Snow, snow, blowing snow. Yeah. Ooh, blowing snow. Yep. So be prepared. And she's on, she's got the Doppler 12 million. I do. To, so, and she never lies about There's like rain. one tree in the parking lot that is almost completely sideways and just never comes out of the ground. You know? <laughs> and I parked in front of it today thinking to myself, this is going to be the day, isn't it? This is the day it lands the tree on falls on my car. I'm excited about that. Earlier today, uh, the uh, Michael Sullenberg held a conference, of course, uh, Gilbert, uh, police chief, to announce some arrests. So we have some more arrests, and, and the wise men will fill us in on what is going on there because I think we've got in total 22 arrests, but... Some of them. That was in January, twenty two. Yeah, in Gilbert. So, but how many? uh, We've got we've got a decent amount of arrests. Some of them are doubled up because they've been arrested for multiple things. So, give us a quick rundown. Yeah, twenty two arrests in Gilbert in the month of January, which obviously just ended yesterday. So they've they've kind of gotten on top of the arrests lately in the last couple of weeks. Now, obviously, a lot of these incidents happened December twenty twenty two, August or July of twenty twenty three. So it's been months uh, coming. But 22 arrests in the month of January in Gilbert, six arrests just in the last week since last Thursday, four different cases there. We've got house parties that these have occurred at. We've got the in and out in Gilbert seems to be a hotbed for a lot of this youth violence, parking garages. And they said that they currently have nine investigations open, including three of them at that in and out. 
more arrests to come. That's kind of the numbers of what's going on yeah. in Gilbert right now. And and a reminder, everybody, because I had somebody said they they DM'd me and said this has nothing to do with Preston Lord. So far, these have nothing to do with Preston Lord. Doesn't mean they weren't involved, and we could all speculate about that. But that's not really where it, it, it's at this point. It's going to take time. And we talked, Rachel Mitchell announced that she had a, the, the, a couple of arrests as well. And one Indictments, of the, actually. Indictments. And one of the things, understand, you know, you, you measure twice, right? And then you cut once. You want to get it right. And, you know, even when Rachel Mitchell, you know, yesterday, Barry explained to us that th- some of the stuff that's going down is normally a police will go to a DA and they'll say, all right, here's the deal. Here's the evidence. Here's the names. Here's the people that this is what we suggest. Uh, this is what we've uncovered. Here it is. They went to them and said, here's a whole bunch of stuff. You guys figure out what's going on. Well, and I, I've been listening to some of Rachel Mitchell's press conferences lately, too. And part of the, the difficulty that she runs into with her department is in the year 2024, you get a video into your department you don't have to necessarily just trust that what you see with your own eyes is yeah. exactly what happened. I have to go and confirm. I'm saying this as if I'm Rachel Mitchell. I have to go and confirm who those people are in that video. I cannot assume that just because that kid looks like the kid over here, that that's the same kid. I cannot assume that this happened at the place that it's lo- that you think it's located. They're having to go through and meticulously confirm the identities of the kids involved. I say kids. Some are adults. Uh, they have to do that for identity, for location, for when it happened. It, it takes a lot of time, and the public just doesn't have the patience for that right now. Yeah, yeah. At least and, that's what it feels like to me. Well, I think the frustration level is, I think the the problem with the the patience is there was no communication along the way. They weren't transparent, and people make up their own mind. They get frustrated. Patience went away when you blew the chances to get in front of this stuff. So somewhat understandable. I get it. But I, I actually thought Solenberg did a good job today. And I think we're going to get more of these. I think he, he did what he, I think the first time he gave his, you know, was it three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago when he did his thing compared to today, I think, okay, I found the groove. This is what it is. He came out, he asked questions, you know, he answered questions the last two weeks. There, there wasn't any of the you know, kind of weird emotion that he had the first two times or the pauses. He was just very matter of a fact about this. I don't know what that means. You know, again, we've talked about people are going to lose their jobs. Obviously the mayor is, is, is she not, decided gonna, not to run for real, not to run, call it whatever you want. She fired herself or she was going to be fired by the people, but now, you know, we'll see. But today, I like the fact that it keeps people in the loop. And obviously, there's going to be more to come in the future. Uh, and and I know some of these kids are saying, I was involved with the goons. Everybody's lumping us in. That'll be sussed out later. But there is a there was a teenage violence problem. And I don't know how if that's still continuing, because it's one of the things. These are cases that are old. I haven't heard anything. You know, everything kind of seemed to stop after the Preston Lord. We really haven't heard too much. About that afterwards. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Uh, there might be an incident or two that I'm forgetting, but yeah, they're they're basically making up for lost time at this yeah, point. They are. Um, if I had to guess, Chad, how this is this is going to break down over the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to see a lot more in February the way that we saw in the end of January. You're going to see more. I say kids, but there's some 20 year olds involved as well. You're going to see more youth. Uh, arrested. You're going to see the same names occasionally. You're going to see a guy that, oh, I saw that guy arrested last week in Pinal County, like the name Jacob Pennington yeah. came up yesterday. Gilbert PD uh, brought him in. 
And that's not the first time he's been arrested. It's not the first case he's been involved in. I think you're going to see more and more of that doubling up on incidents uh, these kids are involved in. And then eventually, hopefully, that all culminates into a a really well-built case for the county attorney, Rachel Mitchell, to go and actually make charges that she believes in in the Preston Lord case. Yeah. So, Hopefully that's kind of the the end game here. It's going to be interesting uh, going forward. There's there's no doubt. But again, patience I think is is going to be something here, and it's understand if you're not patient about it. Uh, Steve in Fort Gatos, uh, let's talk a little bit about yesterday's hearing. If you guys didn't hear, Big Tech uh, was put through the uh, meat grinder and the halls of Congress and senators tore them apart. No, my, it was all for show, and it wasn't even really what most people think it is. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Get us some chat show. This is the Gatos and Chat Show. That's us. You're you. Stay beautiful. Four to seven. It is going to be fun starting Monday. Bruce and Gatos are uh, going to give you the opportunity to, well, they're going to speak it out, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, wise man yesterday, the, uh, the muckety mucks from TikTok to Zuckerberg and everybody were in front of Congress because, you know, the senators are all there doing their thing. And you were telling us about the guy from Singapore because the two kept asking, are you part of the Chinese Communist Party? He's like, dude, I'm from Singapore. Yeah, like, these were the tech CEOs yeah. from Meta. That's Zuckerberg, right? Uh, TikTok, that's the Singaporean guy. Uh, Snap, which I'm guessing is Snapchat. Yeah. Discord and X, which yeah. I've always just continued to call Twitter. So basically the five biggest tech yeah. CEOs are in front of what? A congressional yeah, committee? Senate, or, a bunch of senators. They're Senate grilling Here's the thing that's hilarious. And it's what I said yesterday, because you know, like, I think it was Klobuchar's out there. So he goes, you know, you guys have done all this stuff and you guys really need to be regulated. And then everybody starts laughing afterwards because the reality is, is do you know how many times that uh, Zuckerberg has been in front of, of either, you know, some sort of House committee or, or one of these things? Many. Eight times. You know how many bills they've passed to regulate or do any of these things? Zero. Do you know what he wants more than anything? To be regulated. And I know that sounds Yeah, because then weird. the pressure's on them and not him. Well, but, but, right? but yeah, but here's the thing. If I regulate you and you're a, if I regulate an industry, so Steve starts Steve's widgets, but Chad's widgets have been out there for years and we're pretty big in the market. Now you want to get in the, mid, the, 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 the widget, I almost said midget game, which is interesting. <laughs> but if you, if you want to get in the widget game, right? So you're going to go get in the widget game. Guess what happens? The regulations are so onerous for you to do it. It makes it virtually impossible for you to get into the game. So what does that mean? It destroys competition. Regulation is the best friend of big business. And everybody always thinks it's the opposite. No, they want less. You know who wants less regulation? Smaller companies. So they have more of an opportunity to get into it. He's begging to be regulated. And by the way, he gave this weird apology. If you didn't see it, he kind of stood up to a lady who's several people whose kids have committed suicide. And he's like, I like really, because he sounds like he's well, not even human at times. In fairness, and I'm not trying to defend Zuckerberg because it was a pretty emotionless uh, apology. Because that's who he is. That's exactly he's, who he's he is. He's an alien. But I think it was Senator Hawley, Josh Hawley. Uh, think what you want about the guy. But he, he basically yelled Zuckerberg into uh, doing an apology for all the kids who have committed suicide, harmed themselves and others. And there were a lot of families in attendance for this for this meeting. And and rightfully so. It's a big issue that we need to tackle in America and around the world, by the way. Um, but for Holly to basically put it on Zuckerberg to Do you want apologize. apologize. Do you want to apologize? Do you want to apologize? These kids, you go ahead 
and apologize. Apologize. These kids have killed themselves. Do you want to turn around and apologize? And to Zuckerberg's credit, he did not have to do that. No. I wouldn't have. But he I stood no. up and said something. Now, it might not have been the most emotional apology you'll ever hear in your life, but at least he did something in that moment. He could have easily have just sat there and said, no, nah, I don't really want to do that. And I, that's what I would have said. I said, no, I'm, I don't want to be a part of your charade and your game. But his whole goal is he wants to, them to, to be regulated. Chris Starwall came out and started laughing. He's a big muckety-muck in the political world and said, this guy, understand how he wants to be regulated. He's begging for it. He's basically saying, regulate me. It wasn't about those kids. That, you know what? You want to regulate something? Regulate what happens at home. It's half this. Because some of these kids are... In positions where mom and dad also weren't paying the kind of attention they needed to be paying. Because look, and 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 look, there are people out there, no matter how much tension, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try, your kid's still going to have a problem. They may be bad. They may be suicidal. Some of those things. And yes, yeah, social media plays a part in it. But it also starts at home. Because mom and dad should know what's going on. Mom and dad also need to explain to you, it ain't real. Right. Like this is a this is and I know it feels that way. Twitter's real or this is it's not. And for a younger generation, maybe it feels that way. But there's only so much these people can do, because if you're a kid and you're semi technically advanced, you're going to be able to get around any of these things they throw at you, whether it's a age verification or you need mom. It's unless you need mom and dad's thumbprints to get on Snapchat or something. You're going to figure out a way to get around it. Well, at one point, they even questioned Mark Zuckerberg saying something to the effect of, you know, the, in this case, there was some content flagged as, you know, sexual abuse or something like yeah. that. And they questioned him. Did did you go and check on that, on that report? And he goes, well, I mean, not me personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm one person. And there's how many hundreds of millions of people on Facebook? billion users. Yeah. A little tough for me to get to. So it. it's hard for me to keep like one person responsible for what happens on the Internet. Uh, you mentioned the Singaporean uh, CEO <laughs> so of TikTok. Funny. TikTok's gotten a lot of heat over the last couple of years because they were Chinese owned. And so naturally, the question comes up about, are you a part of the Chinese Communist Party? You, sir, the CEO of TikTok. And he's basically like, uh... I'm from Singapore. Yeah, and not understanding not China. That they're separate, <laughs> you know. I don't know if the guy, like, at first I thought, do you think this guy is from Hong Kong? And that because of the whole China, Hong Kong thing, that somehow that they're connected? I, I don't know. No, no, but you failed at that. You Sometimes failed. I wonder how much the people asking the questions actually know about the topic at hand. Yeah, they don't know remember the last, the last big time I remember Zuckerberg being in front of Congress I think it was Senator Leahy asked him a question about, well, if, if it's free to join Facebook, then how do you make money? Yeah. And he was like, Senator, we, we run ads. Yeah. Like, could you it fix was my like email? The, <laughs> it was like the dumbest question that you could ask. And, yeah. and here it is being asked by our nation's well, it, leaders. Yeah. So it's, but yesterday, know that it was, as usual, when it's in public, it's about, hey, how I, I've got eight minutes. I'm going to do seven minutes of grandstanding. I'll ask you a question for 10 seconds. You'll answer it back. And then I'll put, you know, I'll put tweets out. I'll use your platform to spread my message. And at the same time, you know, we're going to do our best to regulate you so you can keep all business out of here. Coming up, a lot of good stuff uh, to get to, including... Did she quit before she got fired? Oh, the Arizona lawmaker? We'll talk a little bit about that. Straight ahead, get us some chat show. So, look, not that I'm 
thinking that we should totally have fights, whether it's at our local city council, maybe down the street at at a you know school board meeting or something. But you know, you, you go and you look at our legislators, and let's be real, uh, crazy AZ for a reason. Uh, she threatened to do what? Arizona House Representative Lisa Sun. We've talked about her before because this story uh, kind of <laughs> broke a few months ago. She was accused of, and now a subcommittee has found, I guess, found her guilty of. Uh, she told a group of lobbyists at a Tucson conference in August that if she saw a certain Tolleson official, she would, quote, I will B-slap her and then throw her over the balcony and kill her. Used it as a... As a verb. As a verb. Not as a not as an now, adjective. Apparently it was that was her defense, which seems kind of weak. Yeah. She was kidding, guys. She was kidding. So Well, she resigned yesterday. I'm guessing because she didn't want to wait for the legislature to kick her out. Uh Arizona's legislature, by the way, is not uh unfamiliar with kicking people out. I, I could name a couple that have happened. Don Shooter, you remember when that happened oh, a while yeah. back? I think he got kicked out. If not, he left right before he could. Um, they kicked somebody out just last year. Liz Harris. Remember that whole thing? She invited a bunch of conspiracy theorists to the floor and, and they started accusing everyone of crimes. Yeah. What was remember that? They, I, if I'm correct, she didn't tell anybody that they were coming and she let them go on the floor and she accused, I think she accused several of them of being in the pocket with the cartels, including the governor. Yeah. Including the governor. Yikes. And it went, and they, they got so bad that like, are even Republicans like, we got to get rid of her. Well, the people on the committee that day literally said, who invited you here? Yeah. And she was like, oh, uh, that woman right there on the committee. Yeah. And Liz Harris was like, oh, wish I could hide from that. But yeah, Arizona is no stranger to lawmakers doing bad things and getting kicked out or getting censured. Remember last year we had the Bible hider? Oh, yeah. That the, was so weird. The Democratic lawmaker who was hiding what Bibles in with the couch us? cushions. What is wrong with us? She put it in the fridge. That was like under plants, and she, isn't she? Wasn't she like a? She was. She's religious. She was a yeah a pastor. A pastor. Or yeah, or something. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a very good. It one. It made no <laughs> sense. It, it didn't make sense. But they basically gave her a slap on the wrist, and now apparently Lisa Sun uh, is jumping ship before the ship sinks. She took it up a notch. She, you know, she well, went like she you know. Everybody else is like, oh, I hid something. Don't tell anybody. This one was like, hey, guess what? I threatened to throw somebody off a off a building, building, and then to. Slap them. Yeah. Good times. Good times. And her defense was literally, well, I used it as a as a verb, as not a verb. as an adjective. And I'm like, that doesn't really help your case. How do we get here? Um, you know, I, I wonder that because political it, I, divisions. I've I, I, met a lot of politicians throughout my life from the, the, the top of the top. Yes, yes, that person. Uh that person and several other like him who used to be president. And that wasn't bad. No. Your no. impression just now. But I will say there's there's a lot of them I've met. I thought to myself, how'd you get this gig? Like, who didn't win? Who'd you lose to? Well, I, and I think this goes to when you go to the, the, the polls and you vote, you don't know the person. You know the party. You know their name. And sometimes that's all you know. If you do your homework the way that you probably should, uh, you probably know a little bit more than that. Maybe their work history um, were they a doctor? Were they a lawyer? Uh, are they a first time? Are they running for re-election? You might know some of those things. You don't know the person you're voting no, for. No, but you never it's do. still, there's that sense of, uh, you know, like crazy needs to come out earlier in the game. That's what I'm trying to say. 
You want to know right away. I just, I, I, when you meet them, see, seeing them on television, it's like seeing stars, right? Like I've, I grew up with a lot of guys and gals who've gone on to do big things and won awards and stars, you know, and, and friends still in the business. You'll meet other people and they're in the business and they're movie stars or they're telling, and you think to yourself, the hell is wrong with you? Right? Like, what is, like, how how you get a gig? Like, I can do it. Again, I make fun of actors because it's playing pretend for a living. But, you know, at least they're kind of weird and supposed to be. You're a politician. I've met so many of them. And they're weird. Some yeah. of them are super weird. You know how before elections, many of them will have meet and greets? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to be at the coffee shop. Come meet your potential City council, school board, state legislature. How many people do you think actually ever show up at that? I don't know. And you know what? I bet you half the people that show up weren't going there, didn't even know. They were just going there to get a coffee or something like that. Yeah. And then you meet them and you're like, I can't. I, there's no way I can vote for you. You know, the other part of this is Arizona has a handful of openings right now in the legislature. Now, that may not impact you on your day-to-day -day life, but right now, we've had a bunch of people drop out because they're either running for Congress, uh, which happens yeah. this time of year, one year out from an election. Uh, a couple other people dropping out so that they can pursue other options in the private sector, which happens. But the thing about it is, in Arizona, we're horrible at replacing lawmakers in a timely manner. It takes us months and months to get people back in those seats after we either kick them out or they leave inevitably. And I think that's something that needs to be looked at in Arizona is the timing in which we get somebody back in those seats so that they can accomplish the job that we tasked them with doing in the first place. Because remember, when when they kicked Liz Harris out, they were like, well, OK, now we got to recommend three people to replace her. And one of them was her. Yeah. They recommended her to replace herself. And, the, of course, the Board of Supervisors comes back and says, well, we don't like any of these options. Yeah. This is the these best bad options. idea. <laughs> it's just a weird, I, it's just, it's, they should have backups for everything. Like they do as president, right? Like if you come in second. On-call lawmakers? Yeah, so let's just say, uh, okay, let's say. Uh, well, an understudy of yeah, sorts. Yeah, you got to have an understudy. You got to, like, like when it comes to Congress people, it's like the person who, in your party, so if you're a Republican or Democrat and you won, if you ran against people in the primary, they are going to be like, if your person can't fulfill it, we're going to have to make a quick so call. So you want to give it to the person who lost the race? Yeah, the, the pr Only the primary, because it's got to stay within the it's party. Be within, okay, fair enough. Something. You just know, like in a lot they of do cases, in, uh, uh, like with the, the, the beauty shows, right? Like if this contestant cannot fulfill their duties. In a lot of cases, that's what ends up happening, though. It just takes us six months six to do months, it. Six months, right? Because it should be almost the instantaneous. The Board of Supervisors just filled one slot that was opened months ago uh, with a guy named Jevin Hodge who ran against David Schweikert, I think David it was, Schweiker, yeah. a while back and lost. And so now he's he gets that gig. So it, it's, I don't know, man. It's crazy. There's just easy, so many maybe. openings right now in the legislature because they keep doing... <laughs> That's kind of dumb stuff. And then they quit before they can get kicked out. Uh, she jumped literally before she got pushed. Uh, Steve and Forgators coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of cinema. Speaking of some more local politics, talk a little bit about that. Some of the polling that's out there for the presidential race as well and why you shouldn't believe everything you read. It is uh, the Gatos and Chad Show. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. I love Casey Kasem. Not with us anymore. This is Casey Kasem. <laughs> you... 
The fact that you knew who Casey was, wise man. Sorry. Okay, for context, you were doing an impression during the break. I was just goofing around, but yeah. And I said, is that your Casey I love Kasem? Casey. And but, you're shocked that a 31-year-old guy knew who Casey well, Kasem was. Well, I mean, was. you're in radio, but uh, it's still, you America's know. America's like, Top 40. Yeah. This is American Top 40. There are some things everybody should know. I yeah. feel like that. And but that's one, one of them, them. Yeah. yeah. I'm Casey Kasem, and still my ginormous wife will tell my kids where the body's at. <laughs> remember that? When his, his ex-wife that took the body? Remember. Yeah. Yeah, and she would give back to the missing. kids. Is he still missing? I, You know, because she had him buried in, like, some place in Iowa. Yeah, I wouldn't tell. Yeah, and, and it's like a, you can go there, and uh, it's like, you know, oh, let's go see Casey Kasem. He was, he'd, like, never been to the town. <laughs> so weird. That's ponderous, man. That is ponderous, baby. This is Casey Kasem. <laughs> you know you can't come out of an up-tempo right <laughs> If you guys have never heard Casey say something about an up-tempo record and a girl's dog dying, it's kind of hilarious. Sad, but hilariously sad. Uh, Kirsten Cinema's not running. I think we know that. We you can and all I be honest. feel that. I think we and it has that. not been announced. It's not. But you're not doing anything that, that says... And I'll be honest, even if, even if she got something done with which she's not going to get done, but even if she got something done on immigration, she's not running. She's been working on a border deal with bipartisan support, meaning that she's been working a lot with Republicans on this and a couple of Democrats. Yeah. She is now an independent uh, that she basically declared about a year ago she or needs whatever 40, it was. 40,000 signatures. Uh, Donald Trump hates it, doesn't want it to survive. Because yeah. he doesn't want new Im- – because immigration is going horribly. The border is going horribly yeah. right now for Biden. So Trump wants that to stay that way yeah. to help him in his election efforts. Uh, so Trump is pressuring powerful Republicans to kill this bill immediately. Um, it's probably going to be killed at some point. Although, I mean, a lot of people say it's dead already. I don't believe no, that. No, and, and, you know – They you, haven't even seen a text of it and yet. That, it's, it's supposed to come out in the next potentially – by Monday we should have it. Yeah. The text. And cinema's been on this show talking about this for uh, the last couple of months. What does it look like? If you got to read into the fine print, because, you know, I heard uh, Lankford, Jim Lankford in Oklahoma, who she and in cinema are working together on this, said, look, you know, there is no 5,000 people a day, is what he came out and said, uh, you know, before they cap the border and stop. He goes, I would never sign off on something like that. But we don't know what's in it. And if you don't know what's in it, I can't tell you why you you wouldn't take it or what you don't know what's in it. What do I think is in it? I think it's going to be a little bit of give, not a lot that's going to be spectacular unless they change the asylum process. And the Republicans are going to have cover because it's not a singular bill. It's not just immigration. So the cover Republicans will have is if they don't like it, they could say, well, you know what? You guys put twenty eight gazillion dollars into, you know, the likes of 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 Ukraine and that that we can't have. You know, you know, you're not giving us an out here with Ukraine, which we need. The last time we talked to cinema was just a couple of weeks ago. I think yeah. It was like two weeks ago um, talking about that bill. And, yeah, my big takeaway from it was about reforming the asylum process that she did want to take a closer look at. Why is it taking us years to get people a hearing, a court hearing when they're standing right there at the border? It shouldn't take us years. We shouldn't have to release them into the country. I think that's what she's trying to focus on. Now, again, we're still waiting on the actual text of it. So we'll talk about that when we get it. Um, but I don't think that you're stuck in this weird situation now where 
Cinema is trying to decide if she wants to run or not. And maybe she's already made that decision and she just hasn't publicly uh, put it out there yet. But if you're not even able to get your work done in the Senate now as an independent, then why run for re-election? That's what, well, What's yeah. the reason to be there if people aren't taking you seriously and your work isn't actually getting signed off on? She just put two years into this immigration reform, and if it's dead on arrival, that's disheartening for anybody. I mean, she can't announce she's not running because to do that weakens her position in a situation like this, but it's going to be tough to get this thing passed for a lot of different reasons, but one of being a big one is the fact that it's too good to pass up for the Republicans. Steve Infragato, Skate of Chat Show.